0: Have you ever jumped online and tried to calculate what the payment would be on a mortgage and you Google mortgage calculator, all these links come up and it's super confusing trying to figure out what to do. Well, today I'm going to help you break that down, give you a simple way to run some numbers and give yourself a good understanding of of what a mortgage would cost you and what the payments are going to look like. welcome to the show fairways and finance my name is Jeff Smith I've been in the mortgage business for 16 years top quarter percent LO nationwide and you know this podcast we want to talk about your finances how to grow and accumulate wealth and all things related to the mortgage industry but we're golf lovers here as well so we're going to work in some golf don't worry for my golf lovers out there we got you and I hope you enjoy the show The mortgage calculator that I like to use is just the most simple one out there, and it's Google's mortgage calculator. So if you Google mortgage calculator, up on the page is going to pop up a calculator that you don't have to click on. It's just embedded there in the first page on Google. And so very simple. It's got the loan amount. It's got the interest rate. And it's got the term of the loan. And then it's going to spit out the monthly payment for you. So that's really all that you need. Some of the other calculators out there online get way too in-depth. And then it's overwhelming with all the options you've got to pick through. So Google's calculator, using Chrome as your browser, that's the simplest one to use. Now, if you want to calculate a mortgage payment and get an idea of what a housing payment is going to cost you at a given price... There's some numbers that you have to know to accurately get a payment, okay? So, the first is the purchase price of the home. So, whatever you're looking at as the price, you're going to take that minus your down payment. So, we're not putting in the price of the home. You're making a payment based on the balance of your mortgage and how much you owe. So, the starting balance on the mortgage is going to be the difference between the down payment and the purchase price. So for a first-time home buyer, you could put as little as 3% down in a lot of situations. Uh, Repeat buyers, you're putting at least 5% down. And then another common down payment to avoid what's called private mortgage insurance is 20% down. So I think if you back into 3%, 5%, or 20% down, those are going to fit most people's scenarios. So let's say it's 3% down as your down payment, and let's say your purchase price is $400,000 you would take 400,000 times 0.97 on your calculator, and that number is the loan amount. So that's what you're going to enter into Google's mortgage payment calculator as the loan amount. Now, the next component we need is the rate. And so interest rates change daily. So this is a moving target, and interest rates are also going to be dependent on your credit score. So rates available even on any given day are going to be different for each person and, and their scenario. However, if you Google Freddie Mac mortgage survey, it's going to pull up Freddie Mac's mortgage survey, which they do weekly, and they survey a bunch of the biggest lenders in the country and then put together the average rates for that week in a little article that you can pull up when you Google that. And so those numbers are depending on what day of the week you're looking at it, up to one week old. But it's going to be pretty close. And I I would use that average number that Freddie Mac is spitting out. We're just getting an estimate of what the payment is going to be, so that's going to get you pretty close. The next, so now you're going to um, input that rate. You've input your loan amount, and now you're going to input your loan term. So the most common loan term that that we see on 90 plus percent of mortgages is 30 years. That's that's kind of a benchmark standard. So unless you are an experienced buyer, you are likely going to finance a 30-year mortgage. So select 30 years as the term. And now hit calculate. So now you're going to have this monthly payment that the Google calculator has spit out. That is the payment just for principal and interest. So that's the payment for the mortgage itself. But when you finance a mortgage, your total monthly payment is going to be the mortgage plus three other components. So the first component is homeowner's insurance. That's an insurance policy that you would take out to protect the property for major hazards like fire or water damage. So homeowner's insurance... On the average priced home, you know, anywhere from $300,000 to $700,000, you know, and this is going to vary across the country depending on what state you're in, but you're looking at anywhere from $65 to $125 a month for most homes. So you're going to fit, you know, somewhere into that bucket unless you're buying a really expensive home uh, or unless you're buying a home that is in an area where there's a lot of natural disasters or flood potential. So somewhere between $65 and $125 a month, you're going to want to add that for homeowner's insurance. The next component is property taxes. So property taxes, again, are going to vary by state because property taxes are levied by the county within each state. And so we're going to see fairly significant fluctuation between states based on property taxes. So you could look up property tax rates for your state Now, it gets a little complicated because that's going to be based on the tax-assessed value, which is not the same as the purchase price of the home. So that's going to kind of get you down a rabbit hole. If you wanted to keep it simple, for most middle-of-the-road states, your average-priced home between $300,000 and $700,000, you're going to be looking at a property tax bill somewhere between $2 to $450 a month depending on you know, what part of that spectrum that you're in. So excluding high-taxed states like Illinois and California, where you've got more expensive property taxes, even some other states like Florida and Texas, you see a little bit higher for property taxes. But taking those outliers out of the equation, you know that 200 to $450 a month is going to fit most scenarios. Now, you would just need to bump that up a little bit more as you get into higher price points. Here's a little hack. If you have a specific home in mind, pull the home up on Zillow. When you're on Zillow's page on the listing for the home, scroll down, and about midway down, it's going to give you the property taxes per year. So you would take that number on Zillow, divide it by 12. That'll give you the exact taxes for that particular home. So that's another great way to to just double check if you're estimating correctly based on your market area. And then the final component for the mortgage payment would be private mortgage insurance, PMI. So this is a secondary insurance coverage that you would have on your mortgage if you make less than a 20% down payment. So 20% is the threshold to avoid PMI. Now, PMI also can fluctuate based upon your credit score and based upon the amount that you put down. The more you put down, the less the PMI is. Uh, but in a lot of cases, when people are paying PMI, they're either doing three or five or ten percent down for the down payments, or they're in one of those higher tiers. A safe number to use for PMI would be 0.3 percent of the loan amount divided by 12. So let me double check myself here on my calculator. If I take a $400,000 loan. And let's say we're doing 5% down. So I'm going to take $400,000 home, $400,000 for the purchase price. I'm going to take $400,000 times 0.95. That's 95% of the purchase price of the home, which is the same as a 5% down payment. That's a loan amount of $380,000. And then we're going to use 0.3% per year for the cost of PMI. So 380,000 times 0.003. You have to do two zeros because it's 0.3%, not 3%. So 380,000 times 0.003 equals $1,140 per year. And then I'm going to divide that by 12. So, my monthly PMI is $95 a month. So, that's a ballpark. I think in that price point, you could see PMI anywhere from $50 bucks a month to $150 bucks a month, depending, even $175 bucks a month, depending on your down payment and your credit score. So, we're just trying to get a ballpark here of a monthly payment. So, now we've taken the principal and interest for the mortgage, which we got on the Google calculator. We've added up homeowners insurance, property taxes, and PMI. That is your total monthly payment. Now, especially in areas where you've got newer homes, a lot of residential neighborhoods are now in an HOA, a homeowners association. So when you have a mortgage uh, on a home in a HOA, you're going to have an HOA payment. The HOAs usually build semi-annually or quarterly, and you pay that directly to the homeowners association. So it's not bundled as part of your mortgage. The other numbers that we just discussed here would all be bundled together as part of your mortgage payment. But in terms of PMI or in terms of HOA, you're going to see on average between $50 to $130 a month for most communities again, if you get into a higher end community or community with a pool, it could be more. Um, So if you're trying to get an idea of what's HOA going to cost you, $75, $95 a month is a pretty safe number. Um, So so that's everything excluding the utilities. But again, that HOA payment is a separate monthly or quarterly or semi-annual bill that you're going to pay directly to your homeowners association. Now, what else could we use a mortgage calculator for? Well, one common fee that may or may not exist on a mortgage you get is called discount points. So discount points is a fee that you pay in exchange for a lower interest rate. So discount points is a percentage of the loan amount, and you're paying that to get a lower rate. So let's say that the rate today is 6.5% with no points no discount points so that's what we call the par rate if you pay discount points and let's say you pay 1% in discount points so 1% would mean 1% of the loan amount so if we stick with this $400,000 purchase price 5% down you're financing 380,000 for the loan so if we stick with the $380,000 loan as our example and you pay a 1% discount point, that is $3,800. So 1% of $380,000. So your discount points of $3,800, this will vary on the day. Uh, So this is not an exact number, but 6.5% rate, you pay a 1% discount point, you're probably gonna get close to a 6.0% rate. So that would reduce the interest rate by about half a percent. Now, there's what we call a break-even calculation to see if it makes sense to pay points. So, let's say that the difference in payment between 6.5% and 6% on a $380,000 loan, let's say that's $125 a month. Now, you could actually double-check that on the Google calculator. So, you would put in your $380,000 loan amount, you would... Put in 6.5% as the rate. And actually, I'm just going to go ahead and do that right now on my phone. So, let me pull this up here. So, mortgage calculator. So, I'm going to put in 380000 Interest rate of 6.5%. That's a principal and interest payment of 2402. If I drop this down to 6.0, now it's 2278. So 2402 minus 2278. that's the difference of 124 bucks a month in the payment. You're paying 3,800 upfront to save 124 a month. So if we take the upfront cost, 3800. Divided by the monthly savings of $124, is 30.6 months to break even. Meaning, after 30.6 months, you will have saved $3,800 on your monthly payment. So now you are break even between those two options. Every month thereafter is a net savings if you take the 6% interest rate option. 30.6 months is about two and a half years. So if you ended up refinancing your mortgage or selling your home in two and a half years or less, you would actually save money by taking the higher interest rate of six and a half percent and spending $3,800 less in closing costs at closing. So that's what we call the break-even point. I generally recommend paying points If the break even is three years or less, the average mortgage is held for seven years and after seven years, most people have either refinanced or sold their home. So statistically, I like to see my clients less than half of that statistical average for break even with an exception of market conditions. So the market conditions right now, rates have been elevated the last two years, and now we're starting to see rates come down. So I think there's a really good chance that anyone who bought a home in the last year or who buys a home over the next 6 to 12 months, they're probably refinancing within the next couple of years if rates continue to come down. So I actually would not recommend paying points in this environment unless the break-even was 12 months or less. Okay, so that's discount points and the break-even analysis. And then when you're looking at mortgage rates online or you're looking at mortgage calculators, you're going to see different options for the loan. So the most common loan is a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. Other options in the fixed rate category are shorter terms. So you could do a 20-year mortgage, you could do a 15-year fixed mortgage, you could do a 10-year fixed rate mortgage, and you could do any number of years in between. You could also do a 40-year mortgage, but that would be at a higher rate and significantly more interest overall. Uh, so those are your fixed rate options. Now, you're going to get a lower rate when you get down to a 20-year and a 15-year mortgage. So there is some incentive to finance for a shorter number of years. However, the total monthly payment is going to be significantly higher because you're paying it off. You know, In the case of a 15-year, you're paying it off twice as fast. Even with a lower rate, still going to be paying significantly more per month. Now, another... Um, Another common type of buy-down that we see in the marketplace is what's called a 2-1 buy-down. So 2-1 buy-downs, it's a temporary rate buy-down. And what it does is it lowers the interest rate for the first two years of the mortgage. Okay, So a 2-1 temporary buy-down. Let's go back to our 6.5% interest rate example. 2-1 temporary buy-down, you're going to have a 2% lower rate in the first year. So 4.5% you're going to have a 1% lower rate in the second year, so 5.5%. And then in year 3 through 30, the interest rate will be 6.5%. So it is a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. This is not an adjustable mortgage. And the cost of the temporary buy-down has to be paid for by the seller. Now, it depending on how much you're putting down, the cost of the temporary 2-1 buy-down is approximately 2% of the purchase price. So on our $400,000 example, it's about $8,000 for a 2-1 temporary buy-down. So that $8,000 at closing is paid for by the seller, and then it goes into the escrow account for the mortgage. So let's say in year one, the monthly payment is $350 a month less. Every month, $350 is coming out of that $8,000 sitting in the escrow account to cover the shortage in interest. So that that difference is paid out of the escrow account over those first two years. Where there's a big advantage with the 2-1 temporary buy-down is that if you refinance the mortgage within the first two years, any unused portion of the temporary buy-down money is refunded back to you in the form of a principal reduction against the loan. So what's happening is the interest on the mortgage is being prepaid at closing. And that's why the seller or the lender um, or even uh, the realtor could cover the cost of the temporary buy-down, but it cannot be paid for by the buyer because you're not actually saving any money if you pay for it yourself as the buyer. All you're doing is just prepaying the interest for those first two years. So the cost of the 2-1 temporary buy-down is exactly the difference in interest over those first two years making a payment at a lower rate. So it's not actually a fee, it's just the interest being prepaid for uh, a portion of the interest being prepaid at closing. So that's a great option to use when we think that mortgage rates are coming down in the near term, which is the case in this market right now. I've had a lot of clients do 2-1 temporary buy-downs over the last 12 months. And I think that's going to work to their advantage because I think a lot of those those folks are going to refi here this year in 2024. So with the 2-1 temporary buy-down, going back to that Google mortgage calculator, you can plug in your 6.5% interest rate. Then you can change the rate to 4.5% to see what the payment would be in year 1, change the rate to 5.5% to see what the payment would be in year 2, and then it's 6.5% would be year 3 through 30. So as long as you're comfortable making the payment at the rate from year 3 through 30, then you're not setting yourself up for a catastrophe when that monthly payment gets up to 6.5% because we cannot predict what market rates are gonna do. It's possible you take that 2 1 temporary buy down, rates don't go down, and you don't end up refinancing the mortgage. So you wanna make sure when you use that product that you're comfortable making that long term payment from year three through 30. That's all there is with mortgage calculators. It's exciting stuff. I'd love to answer any questions you have related to that. Shoot me a DM. I'm always happy to help hey guys thanks for listening i i hope you enjoyed the show and got some valuable information out of it i want to help to educate others and and help people grow their business and build wealth and i can only do that with referrals and your help getting the word out about this podcast so if you come across someone you think could benefit from this please share it with them and if there's nobody who comes to mind a five-star review would go a long way in, in helping me to to grow this podcast and grow the brand so appreciate your support